We are in John chapter 8, and typically speaking, the way that I like to, to, to preach and share and all that sort of thing is to start in a book and just go till we finish that book. Uh, that's one of the reasons why it took me like two years to get through Acts. Uh, took me a year and, and about a third to get through John. Uh, but what uh, we've been talking about uh, for the last couple of weeks and months, uh, looking toward... <laughs> 2021, and you know, I said this morning to, um, I guess John, Nick, and I were sitting in the office and, and talking about Happy New Year, right? How many of you, how many times have you said Happy New Year in the last few days? Lots, right? You say, Happy New Year! Well, <clears throat> well what is it, really? I mean, is it, is it that grand of a, a change? Is it this great, great big huge distinction between last year and this year? Or is it simply the next day in the calendar, right? I mean, really, January 1st is just the next day. Right, John chapter 8. Let's look at verse 27. Uh, this is how it starts. It says, They did not know he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own, but just as the Father taught me, I say these things. The one who sent me is with me. He, is not left, he has not left me alone. Because I always do what pleases him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So I'm going to ask you this morning, and I'm going to keep referring back to it. What do you know? Right? What do you know? Um, I, I, I deal with this, and I've shared with you educationally that I went through that period of time where I was really trying to discern what I know, knowed, <laughs> what I knew, and what I didn't know. Those things that I could that I could just you know anchor my feet in and say, I know this to be true. I I know this beyond a shadow of a doubt. I went through a period of time several years ago where, where this statement erupted from my mouth, and I probably preached it a few times. I am who I am because of what I know. I know what I know because of what I believe. Okay? Believing that faith in, in, in who God is and, and who he's created me to be allows me to be who I am, right? Now, so, so this morning as I've been looking toward January, February, and marching on into the new year, what we've been talking about, 2020 was this grand opportunity of transition for the gathering. I've shared it. I've preached it. We did, guess what? When we start this time last year, right? We didn't know what 2020 was going to be like, did we? Matter of fact, we'd have gone back to 2019 if we'd have known. Right? We, we, ah, I'm going back. Right? Well, I, I, I've, I've not struggled with this message. I've known this is where God was leading me for this first Sunday of 2021. But, but I, I, I've questioned myself, is this a negative message or a positive message? Am I going to share with you encouragement or discouragement? Am I going to compel and motivate and, and sort of uh, give you this, 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 this encouragement 
to, to the great things that God has planned and in store for us, not just 2021, but in the days ahead. I spent June and July after we finished the whole Pentecost and the, and the after party of Jesus' resurrection. I shared with you several messages on toward a new day, not a new normal, not the next normal, not what's going to, uh, when everything gets back to normal, right? No, not that, but the new day that God has planned for us. Is it the day of the Lord that we see in the prophets? Is it, the, is it the, uh, I've been reading this morning, even when I woke up this morning, reading through this, this summary of a book that talks about the 50-year Jubilee thing. And, and what is it that God has planned for us? And, 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 and trying to discern and look into God's planning, how that has an impact on my Sunday morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning. Wednesday morning. How does God's plan, will, design have an impact on Bobby and today? I have no idea what 2021 is going to be like. I don't know. Can I just go, and, 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 and people get upset with me when I say this phrase, but I'm going to say it again. And guess what? I don't care. I don't care what 2021 is going to be like. I am only going to concern myself with what today is going to be like. And living out the fullness of what God has prepared for this day. Okay? What do you know? Who, what can you trust? All right, so <clears throat> Friday night I was provided with an illustration to begin today's message. Okay? I was sitting in a living room on a reasonably comfortable chair uh, wearing orange shoes, a purple shirt, an orange jacket, hoodie, jacket thing, right? Uh, uh, a gray ball cap with an orange tiger paw right there. Everybody else in the room was wearing the colors they call scarlet and gray. Looks like red and silver to me, but I ain't from Ohio. Everybody in the room, right? I was facing an army of opposition. Everything was against me. My, some of my best friends and, and, and people that I just, you know, hang out with, they're not on my side, they're, they're actually tormenting me. They're, 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 oh, they're treating me badly. 2021 is starting off horribly. And by the end of the night, which I was three hours after my bedtime, it was worse than it had begun. It was a bad night. Here's what I knew going into the night we're ranked ahead of them. We have a tradition. We have a this. We have a that. I've been a Clemson fan since I was eight years old, y'all. Christmas of my eighth year, my uncle gave me an IPTE membership. Now, you don't know what that is unless you are from the area. IPTE is the Clemson um, Scholarship Booster Club. I had little stickers to put. I didn't have a car when I was eight, so I stuck them on the window of my bedroom. Ipte, 
74 or 70, whatever. When I was eight, I'd have been hip taste 70. Okay. I had season tickets in the old stadium before they built the upper decks. Man, I was Clemson. I was orange. I wore orange overalls and an orange cowboy hat to football games. I looked ridiculous. I was punished Saturday or Friday night for being a Clemson fan. Right? There was opposition. <clears throat> but I was asking myself, well, you know what? You don't know that they're better than the other team. You don't know that they're going to win. You don't know any of that stuff. There's a Scott's words, I hope. Right? So I really wanted to get back to what I do know. 1969, just before I was given an IPTA membership, I was at my Aunt Willie's house. I was watching the news. I forget what date it was. I don't remember the actual date. I just remember it was 1969. We were at my Aunt Willie's house, and, and, and the kids were all sitting in the floor, and we were watching, as far as I can remember, a black and white TV. And they showed the lunar lander, you know, on the moon. And they were showing, you know, that giant step, as it was referred to and is still referred to. And I was convinced that night that man had walked on the moon. You know why I was convinced? Pfft, saw it on TV. Everything on TV is true. I mean, if the news is reporting it, it's got to be true, right? <clears throat> I mean, if I, if I read it in a newspaper, if, if there's some sort of account of it happening, it's got to be true. I remember going back there, there, there we had a lady that took care of me and my sister. My mom and dad were some of that first 1960s uh, dual career kind of home. So, so we had somebody that was always there when, when, when we got home from school. And, and I remember her saying to me, I said something about the moon and, and men walking on the moon. And she said this. She, she was an elderly lady and she said, nobody ever walked on the moon. They did that in Hollywood. That's what she said to me. I'm a kid, and I believe that we walked on the moon. What do you know? Do I know that people walked on the moon? Can I just go ahead and tell y'all, no, I don't know that. I wasn't there. I can't give you empirical, uh, seeable evidence that they walked on the moon. You know what? Can I tell y'all something? There's very little that I, I actually trust these days. Does that, does that hurt you? Does that discourage you? I, 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 every now and then I'll catch some news. I don't pay attention to it that much. You know why? Because I don't trust them. Can I just go ahead and tell you, big media and the news organizations are lying to us. Now you go, oh, I can't believe you said that, preacher. No, I'm telling you. Here's how they do it. They pick and choose what they want to report. They pick and choose the words they want to use to report what they want to report. Okay? I'll, I'll hear some newscaster go, da 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 and I go, sorry, that's not very dignified for a preacher to do. Guess what I'm going to finish today's message with? I'm going to finish today's message with what I know, not what I don't know.
Okay? I want you to go home with something that you can know. Okay? <clears throat> when I look at the things that I trust, I, I don't know what 2021 is going to be like. You know what? I, I don't trust what I hear in the media. Is that, you know, anarchist? anarchist? Is that revolutionary? No, I don't trust them. They've not given me a whole lot of reason to trust. Can I just tell you this too? I I, I don't <sighs> I don't trust what the government says. Does, it, does that does that turn us against each other? Does that set us at odds with one another? I, I don't trust them. I, I I don't. You know, when when they want your vote, they'll tell you anything in the world. What do I know? Here you go. And, and, and here's the way the passage started, because i got to get to it. Y'all ready? <clears throat> Jesus said, they did not know. Jesus is saying, or John is telling us, based on Jesus' preaching, the people that were leading, listening to Jesus, they did not know that he was speaking to them about the Father. They didn't discern and understand what it was that Jesus was saying to them. Here's the question. Can we trust Jesus? Yes, we can trust Jesus. We can trust Jesus' words. We can trust what Jesus has said to us, what we have that God has provided for and has protected and guarded for us down through the ages. We can trust it. They didn't know that he was talking about to the Father. So Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, you'll see then. You'll know then. Then you'll know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own. Jesus is talking. When he talks about my word, look down there. He says, continue in my word. My word. I, I remember that being a, an exclamation. Y'all remember that? Something happens, you go, my word! Well, why would we say that? Or, 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 or another phrase that we hear in reference to my word, because this was a part of the uh, oh, uh, oh Brother, Where Art Thou movie. Uh, my word is my bond. Right? You can count on my word. Can we? The, I, here you go. This is a great challenge for all of us. Have you ever lied? Liar. Right? If you've ever lied, you're a liar. Okay? I keep my word. See, I don't want us to leave here this morning. I don't want it because when we leave here this morning, guess what we're doing? We're we're launching into a new year. As the gathering is as such, right? We launched into it, yeah, what, Thursday night at 1201. What was Thursday night at 12.01? It was just the next day in the calendar. So, so every day is the new opportunity to live out what you know. I am who I am because of what I know, and I know what I know because of what I believe, and this is what I believe. I believe what Jesus has said about me. I believe who Jesus has called me to be. Jesus walked and talked for three years. He taught the kingdom. He taught the gospel. He taught the Father, and he said, I do nothing on my own. Can you say that about yourself? Can you say that I do nothing on my own but only what God leads and, and guides and, and, and directs me to do? Can you say that? 
I can't. Here's confession. I admit, there are things that I do that that's all about Bobby. Jesus said, I do nothing on my own. Can we believe that Jesus did nothing on his own? Absolutely, he says. He says, I do nothing on my own, but just as the Father taught me, I say these things. The things I am teaching you, the things that I am saying to you, this is the revelation. This This is revealing God the Father to God's kids. I do nothing on my own. This is my word, my Father's word, the Father's word. I'm saying what I've heard to say. I'm saying what I've heard the Father say. I'm I'm teaching what the Father has taught. The one who sent me is with me. He's not left me alone because I always do what pleases him. Boy, what if we could say that? I only do what pleases the Father. Makes me reflect back to a picture. I told John and Nick about it this morning. I have a picture somewhere. I don't know where it is anymore. I know my mom has a copy of it because I printed it for her. But, but Eli's about that tall. I stuck him on the limb of a tree. Right? And he's holding on for dear life because he's scared to death. Why would dad, who's supposed to keep me safe, put me up in the air about eight feet? And, and, and I'm only two feet tall. But there's this picture. I said, smile. I know logically, you know, if a two-year-old can think, he was thinking... No, but he gave a little grin, you know, and I snapped that picture, and it's one of my favorite pictures of all time of Eli. Can I tell you what? I, I had to look up to him to snap the picture. I look up to him now, but it's not because he's sitting 10 feet in a tree. It's because he's taller than I am. He's bigger than I am. I can't go back to that kid in the tree. I can't go back to, the, to when he was that size. You see? I'm his dad, and, and, and I look as he's grown, and, and, and the things that, that God's allowed me to pour into his life, and I want to say to him, I say, son, I want you to know my father. Jesus is saying to us, I want you to know my father. I do nothing on my own, but only what the father has taught me to do. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word. All right, so this continuing, dwelling, abiding, you can translate, stick any word in there. It's not about this translation over that translation. I've told you before, translation is an art form, not, a, not an exact science. What does it mean to continue, to abide, to dwell in the word of Christ? Ready? All right, here we go. God is a God of relationship. He is Father. Okay? He's also Son and Spirit, but He is Father. He loves His kids. God loves you. He wants to have that fellowship with you. Um, I can't even remember who it is that sang the song, The Cat's in the Cradle. Who sang that? There you go. Remember that song? I remember that song. I had an 8-track. An 8-track tape. And one of those unfoldable 8-track players where you stick the tape in the side of it and it plays out of both speakers, you know. This is back, way back. And, and I had that song because it was a K-Tail or Ronco, you know, greatest hits kind of 8-track. And that Cats in the Cradle song was on. I remember listening to the words of that song, even as a kid. You know, little boy arrived the other day, came to the world in the usual way. 
But dad was too busy to hang out with him. And then as he grew up, he wanted to play ball with his dad, but dad was too busy to play ball. Then he went off to college, and he'd really like to spend some time with his son now, but guess what? The son's too busy. Then dad calls and said, son, how about stop by? And the son says, well, you know, the kids are the flu, and I'm busy, and things just been sure nice talking to you. And then dad realized, my son grew up just like me. God is a God of relationship. He wants time with you. Okay? How much time do you give your heavenly daddy? Can I tell you what? It was everything I could do to tell you about Eli's picture in the tree and the Harry Chapin song without crying. See, this is today. It's Sunday. You don't have any control over yesterday or last year or anything back there. You can only do what God has set before you to do today. What are you going to do with it? How will you spend it? How will you relate, which is the base word for relationship? How will you relate to your heavenly daddy and those that he has placed in your life to relate to, to relate with, to to be in relationship with? Jesus says, if you continue in my word, if you dwell, abide in my word. You see? Can I just tell you something? News? Politics, all of those things are distractions in our lives. Now, God's called us to be good citizens. God's called us to stand for morality and what's right and what's true and what's honorable and what's praiseworthy and all those kind of things and to reject the the immorality of our culture and our society, to reject the godlessness that we see in our government and in our politics. We're to reject all that stuff and we're supposed to stand as lights, as salt, as beacons in a dark, dying, death-filled world world are you going to hang out with jesus today are you going to be able to share with and pour into those around you jesus stuff today don't tomorrow morning don't look back at sunday and go boy i wish i had so you only have today today I don't even like the news anymore. I used to enjoy it. I used to watch it. I mean, remember, how many of you remember when headline news started out? 30 minutes, you get everything in 30 minutes. Do you know, ESPN does this now. If you turn on Sports Center, it's the same thing. 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. That's why that's why headline news used to be 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Just get it. I'd watch it for hours. The same thing over and over and over again. I don't even like it anymore. You know what? I lived in Georgia for a while. You know what? I don't even want 
don't even want to hear what's happening in Georgia. Here's what I know. <laughs> Is there going to be lying? Yes, there's going to be lying. Is there going to be corruption? Yes, there's going to be corruption. Is there going to be, let's see, should I use the word steal or shall I just say abscond? Um, yes! Because we live in a corrupt, broken, fallen, dying world, and I only have control over me. And I surrender that control to my heavenly daddy. Okay? There are those who want me to get wound up about the politics of our nation. And I just go, y'all know what I did fr th Friday night sitting in that living room when, 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 you know, the first seven points was Clemson's. Second seven wasn't. <laughs> Third seven was Clemson's. The fourth seven wasn't. Or the fifth. Or sixth. It just kept going. And man, they were all in my face with it. Boy, they were just throwing it. <laughs> and I just smile. Because in the big scheme of things, did it matter? No. You know what mattered was? There was a guy. Now, I'm going to tell you all this story because it's really funny. There's a running back for Ohio State. Y'all remember what his last name is? Sermon. All them Ohio State fans were going... How you like that sermon, preacher? <laughs> what about that? How you like that sermon? Every time he'd run, he'd tear off nine yards. Well, you know, one, one yard short of a first down, they'd go, How you like that sermon, preacher? I'd go, How about this sermon? <laughs> you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's what I'm preaching Sunday morning. Why don't you show up there? Right? Didn't matter. Guess what? Clemson's still going to be Clemson. They still going to play football. Far as we know, Dabo's still going to be the coach. I still gonna, I'm still going to have a shirt and, a, and, and shoes and a hat. And woohoo! What changed? You know what? I honestly do believe in, in this river of time that you can't stop the flow of? And prophetically speaking, can I just go ahead and tell you things are going to get worse and worse and worse. That's what it says. Can you turn that tide? No. Can you stop the flow? Of, you know what? One of the big philosophical statements I heard um, way back there is that you can never step into a river. Y'all know that? You can't step into a river. Because the river you see that you just about put your foot in is already down there. It flows. You never step into a river. Right? It flows. We can't stop it. We're not going to stop it. But God has called us to have an impact as salt and light. Where? On the national scene? 
<laughs> Not me. I, I've been to D.C. I lived an hour north of there for a while. I used to go down to marches, right? I'd go down to a big march in D.C. like in January when they do the, the, the uh, Don't Kill Babies march. Y'all know that one? That's the one I went to. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I went to the, to, the, to the National Day of Life march, you know, and it was crowded and, 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 and all kind, you know, and, and man, we were there and in the middle of it, yes, you know. Millions still. Now, I'm still supposed to be a part of the salt and light impact of God's kingdom in the world around us. I'm not supposed to stop doing that. This month, somebody said, Nick said it back then. Nick said, well, the next three weeks are going to be interesting. Really? Is it going to be interesting? We don't know what it's going to be like. We don't know. Can I just tell you what I know that I know that I know? I'm going to wake up in the mornings and have the opportunity to spend time with God. Then I'm going to go out into this community, this community, not the national community, not the world community. I go out into this community and be able to be an influence for the kingdom of God in my town, in my street, in my house. That's where God's given me the opportunity. Okay? Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you really are my disciples and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. John 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 17 said, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And throughout the rest of the New Testament, Paul, Peter, John, all the writers of the letters of the New Testament say, walk by faith. I am who I am because of what I know, and I know what I know because of what I believe. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God and that He died so that my sins could be forgiven and He rose again victorious on the third day and that He's alive right now at the right hand of the Father interceding on my behalf that he, when he left this place, he gave the Spirit for the empowerment of the body of Christ that we might live out this calling and identity that God has given to us and called us to be. Go be who God called you to be. Folks, I have wrestled with the, with the turning of the pages of the calendar. I have wrestled with who God called me to be. I have wrestled with the things God calls me to share. I listen. Man, I, the, these phones we have, man, you, you, can, you can dial in. You can, you can dial in the words of people from all over the world. Right? I can listen to them. I can get up here and stand before you and, and encourage you inflame your emotions, set you against people that God loves. Did y'all know that? I can get up here and preach a message that make you so angry, you go out and, and want to do violence. 
to people that God loves. That's not what God's called me to do. See, God's called me to share with you the purpose of identity and relating to those around you. Do you know, God's a God of relationship. He expects us to be in relationship with Him and with each other. And much of the body of Christ is, 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 this is the relationship. Much of the body of Christ across the world, this is the relationship. We're going to sit facing that direction and listening, and then we're, we're going to be... Next Sunday, y'all, we're, we're calling it Connect Sunday. To not be connected within the body of Christ is to defy and disobey God's expectation. God says, the body is the body. Foot, connect. No, that was a song. Foot bone, knee bone, whatever. We want to create opportunities for worship, for discipleship, for connecting as the body of Christ. To not be involved in the body of Christ is to disobey God. Now, maybe it's not that you're supposed to be in a connect group with a roll sheet and check off list. Maybe you're supposed to go back to your house and start telling your family how God's had an impact on your life. Maybe, maybe you're supposed to go back to your street, whatever street you live on. You're supposed to get in touch with your neighbors and say, why don't y'all come over and sit on the front porch? I'm going to make coffee and hot chocolate and we're going to sit around and talk about Jesus. Nobody might show up, but at least you reached out into the world to make a difference. See, 2021 relationships. There's a new day coming. Can I just go ahead and tell you, there's a new day coming every day. Every day is a new day. Go make a difference for the kingdom of God. This is eternity, y'all. We're talking about eternity. I've had friends in the last three weeks pass away. People that I loved and cared about. I've got a funeral coming up on the, it's a memorial service, coming up on the 15th of this month. Right? Already got it planned out there. See, today, you can't change what you did yesterday. If you sinned, you better ask forgiveness. But anyway, um, you, you can't undo it. You have charge over today. When you put today with tomorrow and the next day and the next day, then you have charge over 2021 what will you do with it how will 2021 be different from 2020 what will you do with what God's entrusted to you the truth Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life you can't go wrong by getting more Jesus in your life And the more that you allow God to pour into you, 
the more it will seep out of you into those around you. Pray with me. God, thank you. Thank you for the morning. Uh, it's, a, it's raining, cloudy. It looks gray and dark and depressing, but, but God, light shines because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. God, help us be a reflection of light. God, I already know politics is going to go crazy. News is going to freak out over it. But I'm not going to let it disturb me. I'm not going to let it distract me. God, you've called me, Bobby, to be about your kingdom. And God, I want to be about your kingdom. Not castles, not this kingdom, but your kingdom. So God, help me to live it out. Help me to be that person. God, thank you for everybody here this morning. God, it's generally a, an accepted fact that most of the people in this room already know Jesus. But if there's somebody here that doesn't know Jesus... God, we want to introduce them. God, if there are Christians in this room who are living by the world's dictates and standards, God, that's just sin. You tell us to confess it and repent of it, turn from it, to be cleansed of it. God, there might be somebody here who wants to be a part of what you're doing at this gathering. God, help me to, to be a, a shepherd of those that you send this direction. God, I thank you for this gathering and all that you're accomplishing. God, let us not forget. God, that you are the architect and builder of who we are, our faith. God, help us to live it. In Jesus' name, amen.